Hey, you're listening to the Kingdom Bringer Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us again today. We're going to finish up the interview, the conversation that we had with Josh Littlejohn from Upper Room Dallas. Uh, used to live here with us. Now he's in Dallas, Texas. He came back for a, a revival here in town. Uh, he was one of the speakers. And we got to sit down and have an awesome chat with him. We played the first half of that for you last week. And we're going to finish it up this week. So thank you guys for tuning in again. Uh, big shout out to Building Solutions. We want to thank them for everything they do. Uh, big supporter of ours. You can check them out at bldsolutions.net. Also, we want to remind you to subscribe to our uh, various places that you can listen to this. iTunes, Spotify, Overcast. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. You can check us out there. Also on Facebook at KB Podcast. On Facebook, we post and keep up to date those with the newest and latest episodes. So feel free to share those with all your friends. In fact, we would really like you to do that. So help us out. Help us promote this and get the word out. That would be fantastic. Um, you can send us your questions and your comments to the Kingdom Bringers, plural, the Kingdom Bringers at gmail.com. And we would just like to interact with you guys. So thank you guys so much for the support. We've had so many good, kind words. Uh, shared with us, and we just really appreciate it. So we want to get right into this. We had a good two-hour conversation. We broke it up into two episodes. This is part two of our conversation, our interview we had with, it It definitely was not an interview. It was a, a conversation, and I really, really enjoyed it. It was so good to have Josh back in my home, uh, back in town. So check this out. Hope you guys appreciate it. It's Josh Littlejohn sitting in here on the Kingdom Bringer podcast. Here we go. You said you were watching them worship. And this, I can, I can remember you pacing at the floor on the Jeep telling this testimony. You said, I was watching them worship, and you heard the Lord tell you in your spirit, you're watching them, but they're watching me. <laughs> yeah, and that changed, mm -hmm. dude, that changed so much for me, mm -hmm. just approaching worship in that mm -hmm. way. Like, dude, it's not about how eloquently I can strum or... Or how, you know, how good I am in the keys or what I can sing. It's about me being on my face, <laughs> like in, in the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. Like, bam, mm -hmm. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how silly it looks. Don't look at them. Look so at me. True. And that, that, was, that changed a lot for that me. That was dude. life changing for me, too. Because, uh, you know, I'd grown up in a very fundamental Christian home. Like the, probably the most, one of the most uh, fundamental streams. And no, not even instruments were allowed, you know, because those were they weren't specifically in the Bible, so we didn't have them. And so, um, so for me, I had this, I had this, I was very sensitive and I had a lot of baggage to anybody that was being any sort of expressive, much less. And so when, when I got into the, these environments with these people who I knew loved the Lord, I could see the fruit in their life. And they're like, they're worshiping phys like with abandon, physical abandon. Mm. Like they're not afraid. They're not afraid to get on their knees and they're not, because and, it, and then when he told me that he's like because i because i was just like lord this is it was this conference thing it was this very 
first one of these kind of things I'd went to and it, people were dancing all over the room and, and I've still got the videos and they're hilarious, but I, I was up there and I was like, what do I make of all this? Like, and I asked them, what do I, this looks, uh, my history is like, okay, this looks like uh, we're not supposed to do this. This seems wrong to my upbringing. This seems, you know, all that things you have, to, this seems wrong. And he said, you're looking at them, but guess what? They're looking at me. Whoa. And that just changed, like, it just changed my life. It really did. That changed my life. Um, and then uh, another thing I heard, this wasn't me, but um, Michael Miller, my brother-in-law, who's the head pastor of Upper Room, somebody, so one of the things that people have a tough time getting used to at Upper Room is that it's a two-hour service and the first hour is worship. And mm. then, because we're sort of in a day and age of, like they've done studies that, like, okay, the most effective mega church, what people can handle is 22 minutes of worship, not 23 minutes of worship. And and so, um, uh, hey, and then, boom, get to a good, very creative message. And those are all good things. And, you know, and I think a lot of that is because a lot of those churches are geared for the lost. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a good thing. And But Upper Room, is, we have a different mentality. And and he'll flat out, Miller will flat out tell you, will flat out tell you, like, our church isn't for the lost. Yeah. It, this one isn't. Yeah. There are churches that are for mm-hmm. praise God. This one isn't. It's there. It's for him. It's a house of worship and ministering to the Lord. But one guy asked him. He's like, his name's Michael McIntyre, and he's there. He's actually our CEO, and really come to really appreciate and love him. But when he first came involved, he's like, Miller, like, why do we, you know why do we do worship, or why do we do this for an hour, an hour? And Miller just looked at him. He's like, because we're worshiping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like it's such a simple hour, uh, yeah. such such a simple hour, but something clicked in his brain. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. We're, this isn't about these songs. We're worshiping the Lord. What, so, yeah, it's it's kind of like, what do you think we're going to be doing in heaven, right? So, like heaven to earth, like we better get yeah, used to it. Better just, get used to it down here. Like yeah. it, we are literally worshiping Him. How long should we? Yeah. <laughs> Or shouldn't we? <laughs> Obviously, twenty-two minutes. I'm telling you, if you can get that lifestyle um, out of out of your church and into your home, mm-hmm. um, uh, that's when it, you know you talked about like showing up and seeing like what can you offer the church, what do you, can you do for the church mm-hmm. instead of what's in it for me. I, I think that's all birthed out your daily life. Yeah, it's your daily life. I mean, I first thing I've been doing every morning now is like I'll turn on this like I've been listening to Joel Joel's. Yeah. Upper Room's new song called Holy Spirit, We Love You, and it's 15 minutes long. Yeah. And you cannot sing along with that song every day for 30 days and not be changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it, it it's not about that discipline. It's just about like that. This is what I do all day long. I I, I really, uh, I, I heard some people just uh, the other day, they were listening to just like secular music. And I, I'm a music lover. Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest struggles for me coming to faith as a christian was that i didn't feel like there was any good music mm-hmm. and you know it really wasn't i feel like it's getting better yeah um but i i heard some just you know and i still you know but i still appreciate that stuff not christian music yeah but um it's hard for me to get into it because um you realize like a- unless you're worshiping the lord you're worshiping something else yeah uh, all the time not just in music you really, I, and I'm really like, what am I actually worshiping here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I giving my time to it. It's going into my ears. It's yeah. going into my brain. I'm eating it. Uh, 
you know yeah and it's not a guilt thing it's like no i'm already i'm devoted i have one i worship that i'm in love with that's good and you know what i mean yeah it just hit me yesterday i was like i feel like worship music is like almost the perfect definition of um the verse in the bible that says uh i don't know if it's when he's talking about fixing your heart on things above but he says things of this world are temporary Mm -hmm. but the things of heaven are forever Mm -hmm. worship music's that way you know yeah this yeah this this worldly music it's fun it hits the spot yeah you know i like it but it's extremely temporary yeah Yeah. because what happens is you got to turn that that song back on and it's repeat and all that stuff yeah but that worship there's something about that seed that gets planted that's true something grows for sure it's true it's cultivating a lifestyle man it's not just about hitting a set and watching people do something that you should be doing you know what i'm saying (laughs) like it's yeah, it's a cultivation of lifestyle. If God planted that seed in your heart, He did it for a reason. Like I'm drawn to that. I'm. I watch these videos on Upper Room. I've shared them with my youth. Like I'll I'll put I'll put a 14 minute set on where Joel's just doing whatever he's doing, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I want you guys to write on paper what the Lord is showing you. Wow. And and really... I have got stacks of papers that junior high kids have drawn there's this one picture um mm. the kid's dad took it because i sent him a picture and i really wanted to keep it for myself because it was just so prominent but it's him standing before three angels you can tell it's the back of the kid's head and he's so artistic and i'm like what what is this and Come he's explaining on. to me oh this is just me standing in heaven before these angels and i'm so like good. like it's wow. and that's just sometimes that's all we do mm. like they're scratching games today we're just going to sit here and listen for 14 minutes to this worship and I want you to tell me what the Lord is showing you. And mm. man, every time, like, I don't care if it's a stick figure of that kid's, it's prominent and there's promise in it. So <laughs> for me, man, it, it's it's getting into that. that presence, yeah. noting that, again, you're looking at them, but they're looking at me. Mm. Like he's calling you into that place as well. Mm. So That's fruit, bro. That's of, fruit. Of seeds that you've planted in this region. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well, thanks. Don't. Yeah, I would have no idea about Upper Room if it weren't for him. (laughs) I'm not talking about Upper Room. I'm talking about your lifestyle and your desire to teach that. Yeah, Yeah. it's all connected. You're wanting us to stop. I don't know. (laughs) Well, but you know, but because somebody invested, my brother-in-law took time to invest in me for sure. And um, and you know, before before things, my eyes really got open. I we used to go down there and visit them, and we'd argue. You know, I was big into like Chandler and Piper at the time, and yeah. I had my like this religious hat on. I'd want to like bait him, like, well, tell you know, and I was just explain this. Yeah, <laughs> what is your view? What is your view on this? Yeah. And he, yeah. I think he had so much grace. He probably just he's like, man, this guy, this guy's head, this guy's got the like. Can't, he's big on the heart. He's like, man, it's 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 way more of a heart thing mm-hmm. than a head thing, yeah. and um, and so I just appreciate like it just. And it, so I'm looking, I'm just really appreciative of that. Somebody sewed into him, fathers and sons. So, of course, guys, I'm so blessed that you're even saying that. But you know what I mean. Yeah. So thank God. And it's so awesome. Yeah. We got to get your youth group to come down. Y'all need to take a trip. Dude. We'll plan something. It would be awesome. Yeah. There, there's such a difference between head knowledge, head knowledge and heart knowledge. Oh, man. It just really is. You can't go, though, Scott. You got to have an adult just take the kid. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a bus now, man. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. But talk to us about, I want to, we're kind of in that worship vein. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like before you, before you left, like right before you left, you were really... Um, I don't know what the word is. You were really getting in this 
whole nother level flow as far as I'm concerned. Cause you led, you, you helped lead worship at the gathering. Yeah. Nearly every week. <laughs> and, and I could, I could just tell a transformation mm. in your heart coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Like it was, you were gro- really maturing and growing up into this worship culture, even mm. though the gathering was really founded on worship. That was like the, really the foundational yeah, thing. Yeah, like if nothing else, we were going to do this well. Yeah. Specifically from Upper Room, right? And that's kind of the culture it was that from trying yeah. to establish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From from the things from, we. so down there, and Miller's been great at just instilling this, worship is, it's really not about music, but it's it's agreeing with who he is. That's how we define worship. Mm. And so we're agreeing with, with who the Lord is. And, um, and but but that plus they're adamant that, uh, we're not going to just sing songs about the Lord. We're going to sing to the Lord. Yeah. And it is a very big difference. And I've mm-hmm. said this before at the gathering, but and at other places, it, it's like me um, singing a love song about a girl versus me writing my wife a love song. Yeah, It's very different when I sit down in front of her with a guitar and I've written a song, uh, not not about her, but I'm singing to her. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, oh, this is a neat love song. It's mm-hmm. very completely different, and it's the same way. It's it's changed. I mean, like even um, how, you know, how he loves us, the David Crowder song. Yeah. Um, I I don't. I think we did that a few times at the gathering, like it's written. But then uh, very quickly, I've, I changed. The, every time I let it, I changed the word to like, it's big. How you love us, not he. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna realize that the Lord is with us. Yeah. Mm. And it's so easy to have a church service, a worship service, a small group, uh, and not uh, not include the Lord, much less you know, yeah, uh, at all. And like he's like he's not there. And so it's almost what what position are you singing from? Mm-hmm. Like if I was in the proximity of the Father, I'm not going to be singing about him you know <laughs> it's such a good yeah. example and so that is I, so I, true i feel like that's what's been powerful about what you helped establish here in dodge city is mm-hmm. just a, a simple and it, it really is a simple transition yeah because it, it isn't about even the wording that we're using it's about the position it of is heart. Oh, and that's like so good that's a, such a good reminder and so it's a ultimately that is an identity thing like <laughs> do, do i believe that yeah. i am a child of the king yeah do i believe that that I am at his right hand with Jesus. Cause if so, mm. I'm going to change the way that I sing songs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, that's good, man. I, I love awesome. what you just said. And I was reminded this the other day. Um, uh, you know, we'll go, we're going to, I do, I'm on a couple of different prayer and worship sets down there and I'll do. Um, and a lot of times we'll just, you know, it's two hours, right? Two yeah. hours. And it's like, wow. Okay. I don't really want to go to another song, but we'll just start like, uh, singing, but they're not even words. They're just mm-hmm. like letting out a harmony, letting out, a, I mean, a melody, somebody's harmonizing. And I, I said this at one of our sets today, it is like as a reminder to myself, probably more, it's like, it is really not about the words that you're saying. Cause I, you can say all the right words in your heart is a million miles away from what mm-hmm. you mean, from what you're actually saying. You know, That's it, good, yeah. um, I'm not saying words aren't important, and but the point is, is that um, where those words come from yeah it's the, what you just said it's yeah. the position of our yeah. heart um it's the position of our heart yeah and and then then we went through a stretch the other day i was on, on this last week we were in a set and we stopped singing and we were just playing and it just kind of came to me i said um yeah, and i just kind of told the whole room i just said this reminds me of like when you're really close with someone 
and you go on a road trip, you don't have to fill the time talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like yeah. when you're really close with someone, when you're really intimate with someone, like your wife, your marriages should be an awesome example of this. Yeah. Or just really, you know, you're really close friends when you can sit on the couch and chill and not have to fill that space mm-hmm. with words. And that's what happened. That, that's what happened in our set the other day where I was like, we're just playing. I said, guys, let's just like, mm-hmm. we, we had stopped singing for a while and I, but we were still playing the instruments. And I just said, you know, and I was just like, God, it's just, it's just an honor. And a, like, I just want to be in your presence. Like, and I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel the need to say anything. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. And th- I think that there's something really into that. You're, it's like you're acknowledging you're there. You're, you're acknowledging he's there and it's his presence, but it's also your presence, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's our time. And it's, I'm defining that. I've been defining that as, um, cause that's the first question we get. It says it on our wall, his presence transforming yep. his, it's, that's our thing. His presence transforming lives morning, noon and night. Yeah. Mm. What in the world does that mean? Yeah. What's his presence? Right. Yeah. How do you, and so I want to have an answer for that because I'm like, I'm going to get asked like someone's going to like, and I should. Yeah. Right. And I don't know how Miller, I, I've heard him define it, but I, I think, I think it's his presence is his time. Mm-hmm. And we don't think of God like he's outside of time, but he's when we give our time, he gives his time. And it's so, so his presence being in his presence means uh, his time combined with our time, mm. and in the wow. in that because he's ava- he's so good he's always available. Yeah. In that, in his time combined with our time, us even that phrase it's it's how we talk about it. we spend time. Mm. Like you know. Wow. Yeah, it's good. It's like hey, wh- I spent time with the Lord. He spent time with you, mm. and so in that, his, that's how our lives get changed. His time spent with our time that's what changes your life it's good without even trying mm-hmm. it's just in that presence awesome. and so um so that 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 moment of worship where we were just sitting there i was just like this is really special like because i promise you i've been on a if you lead worship four hours a week in front of no one i mean there's like 10 people in the room you're not you're doing it for that you're yeah. 6 a.m i'm at 6 a.m to 8 a.m on tuesdays like you run out of things to say yeah and that's okay yeah you know yeah there's something deep to that and i love that and it was just a really sweet time really sweet time that's really cool so the worship so yes we that was like if i'm proud of anything here which i am um um and which i hope can change which i hope like leaves a lasting impression on the worship in this region is the fact that we are worshiping like he's here yeah and we're going to speak to him like he's here yeah yeah i just to pour into that a little bit when when the lord speaks in that moment in that second in that millisecond we shouldn't be speaking (laughs) yeah yeah because that's so good and we're always talking yeah so if we're always singing something to him are we listening for anything you know at all that's really good and um perfect we shouldn't be yeah yeah and and he desires that because those are the words that he's speaking over us Mm. continual you know 
we can give him praise with our lips. We can do all these great things for him. But man, I think receiving from the Father. And, and I think that in some church cultures, we've forgotten that, that he is a good dad and he wants to give. And it's not the bottom of the glass. We we get the overflow, man, like everything <laughs> off the top. Oh, I love that. That's you know what good. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's, and that's a, that's a good drink, bro. Mm-hmm. That's a good drink. That's mm. a tasty drink. And <laughs> And it's, it's just receiving that. I think that if we position our hearts into an atmosphere of receiving, we don't need words. We mm. don't always need words, man. Mm-hmm. Just be quiet and listen. Yeah. We put a lot of uh, undue stress and pressure on ourselves, too, I think, as the church to, like, I've got to say the right thing. Let's mm. talk about that for a minute because when you showed up today, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. w- one of our first questions was, are you ready for tonight? You know, meaning you're, you're speaking at the revival, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. T- talking to what you were, what you were experiencing <laughs> mm-hmm. as an answer to that question. What were, <laughs> yeah. what, what were you going through? All right. Well, just to set it up for people that don't know, um, this is the second annual Dodge City Days Rodeo Revival, and it's Laura Taywater. Man, I met, I actually finally met her this morning. She's done an amazing job yeah, she has. organizing and coordinating all these churches to have this like revival meeting literally in the rodeo arena, mm-hmm. arena on a stage in the rodeo. It's it awesome. needs organized, and God chose her to oh, organize she's it such a blessing. for a reason. I was really, I've been really impressed by her. But uh, so the format is: there's going to be a bunch of worship. There's a, a preacher coming on. And then another preacher coming on and the worship in between. And then, um, then I'm last to go. And there's, I think 2000 people, maybe, um, roughly 2000 people, let's just say going to be in attendance. They're anticipating and I'm last to go. And, um, biggest crowd you ever spoke to. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, no problem. Um, Carry on. Biggest crowd I ever spoke to. Oh, but one, like they've got, it's part of the planning of this and it's amazing. They have this huge altar team that's been trained to receive and counsel people. Um, when I'm finished speaking. (laughs) 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 And so as a, as someone who's preached some and just that whole idea of like, uh, so you asked me, are you excited for tonight? I'm supposed to give my testimony. Are you excited for tonight? And I said, I, I, and I, and I feel this, I was like, honestly, I feel pressure. I feel like, and I'm, I know it's like not real. I know I shouldn't. It's like the whole thing. Yeah. I, I know I shouldn't, but I know they've, they've got 50, not 10, yeah. like 50 trained that have 50 trained altar team that have been trained. They've had to go to two trainings yeah. to re- be ready to receive the people that are going to respond to the night. So that says there's an expectation for <laughs> salvation, right? There's an expectation yeah. for, yeah, yeah, salvations, people coming down Freedom. for prayer, yep. baptisms, um, and so, um, yeah. And so when I'm done, there's a team of, and I'm like, oh man, I'm I half half of it is like I don't want to let these altar people down because <laughs> they've got to, they've had to give up two nights. Yeah. separate nights to go to these training sessions on how to pray for people they're and ready. how to receive people they're ready are you ready um, that's the question so they they're ready to go they're ready they're gonna <laughs> be ready i hope i can give i hope not i but you know and so you know and in my heart of hearts i don't believe this it's the lord that does the thing it's yeah. always him um but nevertheless like i, I w- think this is good for what we had just talked about too we talked mm-hmm. about us not talking so much so now take that with you being expected to say words, you know. That's well, they expect me to say something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. 
Um, but and so you know, it's total enemy. You know, he's such a liar. Um, he's so, and he, he. I feel like this is his. That's his wheelhouse, and he. And you know, I haven't. You know, when we lived here, and I and I was super involved at the gathering before we left. I mean, I I I I didn't preach every week, but I at least spoke in public every week in some way. Yeah. Or led worship, so I I maybe preached a half the time or a quarter yeah. or a third of the time, but then I was always doing something on a mic in front of people, and so I was very practiced up in that. And, and public speaking is totally reps, uh, in my opinion. It's like yeah, for sure. You don't just wake out of bed, and it's just reps. And the more reps you get, the better you get at it. So yeah. consequently, the people that speak more get better at it. Yeah. And consequently, the people that don't speak as much ha- struggle worse, and it reinforces itself if they're not given a chance to speak again because then they are out of practice. Yeah. Still. So, um, it's been, uh, we moved to Dallas a year ago and I've gotten to preach in public one time at our church. And and so there's that. I'm a little just, um, out of like, there's that, that plays into it too. And so, but, um, and I was, I I need to touch on something that you told me. Cause I was like, I think we were talking, we were either talking about this or some event I was going to be doing something. And you said, you said something that made me think differently. You said something like much less, like not only should we not be like have anxiety about this, like where, why aren't we anticipating yeah. stuff like this? Mm-hmm. And, um, like, and I really feel like that's how the Lord wants us to live. Like, cause it, every time I get, get invited to like, I'm always like, I can't wait till it, I'm always looking forward to like when it's done. Yeah. Like I can't wait for it to be over. Yeah. Like I, I know that it's probably gonna be decent. Right. But I go through, I feel like I, submit, I, I give into so much warfare and anxiety and fear about how maybe not, or I'm not as prepared as I should be that I don't get to enjoy that. I don't get to enjoy, um, the thing. Yeah. And it's really, I think Lord, even just show me, since I've moved to Dallas, I've caught myself instead of like, I've caught myself going kind of from one anxiety to the next. And that's not how I, that's not, I don't feel like that's me. And I feel like that's definitely not how the father wants us to live. Yeah. And so it'd be like, I were like one tough meeting at the church. I'm like, Oh, I hope this goes good. Uh, and that's what, guess what? It does. And then we had this big, we're revamping the way we do small groups. And I had this big, I was going to have to like sell to all these people that are mature Christians, like, Hey, we're going to do things different. Yeah. And I'm the new guy. And I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to be received. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they're going to even understand what I'm saying. Cause it's a very loose type framework. And so I, I knew we were going to press forward. I knew we were going to do it. I was confident about it in one way, but in the other, in the back of my mind, I'm like, Oh, I'm not, I'll be glad when this is over. I'll be glad when this is over. You uh-huh. see that? Yep. That's demonic. That is a lie. Mm. And I've, I've been in that cycle. And so I went out of that cycle mm-hmm. because he doesn't, there's just no, it doesn't even make sense. It's not anxiety to anxiety and fear to fear. It's glory to glory, mm. glory to glory. Good. Yeah. And I want to, and I was just thinking about Paul, like Paul's in these letters, he's writing like, and so, you know, I can imagine Paul being invited to a rodeo revival. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, I feel like if he was going to write a letter, let's say the, and he was saying I, he would start out with I long to come and see you guys mm. he would say and he does say things like this he says I, I, I'm a, 
I'm my I'm like like my spirit is stirred. I'm excited to come impart some spiritual gift to you. I'm excited to come so share thankful faith for you. Yeah. Thankful for you, but also yeah. like longing and to see you. Like and so it kind of clicked with me last night on the plane. I was like, wait a minute, like so like he would be excited to be, to to come to something mm-hmm. like this. And, and in some senses I am, but in some senses I'm really wanting it to be over. Yeah. Just being honest, like yeah. because. And I think I want it to, I think I want it to be over so I don't have, so I know it can go, it went well. And I know that I don't even have to think about yeah. how it couldn't have gone well. And I don't, that's just such a lack of faith. You know what I mean? It sure. just really is. And there's, it's a demonic and it's, um, but that's just be me being honest. Like, I feel like I've been, even at the gathering, man, I never like, when I knew I had to preach, I knew I was going to come up and the Lord was going to show up and he was going to give me something great to talk about and he was going to impact hearts yeah. and he was going to, and like, I knew that, but I didn't know it. Yeah. And it was just torture up until it was over. Yeah. You were always a wreck beforehand. I was always, sure. it was this yeah. burden. It was always like, it was like this curse, blessing and a curse. Yeah. Which, which you would have never noticed if you stepped in that place for the first time, by the yeah. way, like, <laughs> be, because, because of your ability to steward the room of the Holy Spirit, man. And that that's what it takes, essentially. It, it's not about preparing an eloquent speech or yeah. spending 40, 40 hours a week on a sermon. And, you know, I'm not saying don't get alone in the secret place. That's where the message comes from. Yeah. But, but if, okay, if I were just to sit as a pastor in my office 50 hours a week in preparation for this Sunday or next or whatever, just specifically writing a message who am I reaching mm-hmm. outside the church? Mm. Like you're going to get a chance tonight to speak to people who maybe have never stepped foot in before. And that shouldn't bring pressure. That should bring expectation of what the glory is mm. going to do when the spirit falls or <laughs> that he's already preparing the place for mm. these people to step into. And again, man, like when, when you, mm. when you gave message, every time the mic's in your hand, like I'm ready to receive. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never mm. like, well, I hope he has good message tonight. <laughs> like, yeah. man, like I, th- I think when you know the heart of the father, like you do, mm-hmm. people can come expectant to receive something amazing. Mm. Thank you. And, that, and I expect nothing less tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it, no. Well, it's such a trap. It's, it's almost like in my life, it's a, um, like a revelation trap. It's a, it's like you can, um, just like you can worship, worship music. What you mm-hmm. can, you can be like, man, oh, well, I just got to get back to that kind of worship. Yeah. You can be like, oh, then you're actually, your heart's being stirred up by, you're, you're actually, you're sort of making an idol out of the worship. You can make mm-hmm. an idol out of revelation and something yeah, new all sure. the time. Oh, man. And I know that how much that strokes me and I like something new in revelation. Yeah. And so I get, feel like I, I torture myself needing to come up with something mm-hmm. new, wow. deep. You know what I mean? And so, it, but it's a, it's a trap. It's a trap. And, um, well, that's the, it, it works the same way in a prophetic culture. Like everybody has a desire to give this crazy word of knowledge. Uh-huh. And so if they don't have that, they don't even prophesy, you know? <laughs> and, yeah. And, they don't do the simple yeah, thing. They're not digging down deep and pulling yeah. gold out of somebody They're They have to have that word first. Yeah. I've done and, that. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's too obvious. Yeah. Or man, that's going to be like, everybody's mm-hmm. going to yeah. see that. That won't <laughs> encourage them or build them up. Yeah. Or, ev- as much or as everyone they, sees that. Why am I going to Yeah. 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 Well, they probably already know it. So yeah, why are you going to tell me? They already know. Yeah. That's uh, all the time. And yeah. so it it's this. And I think uh, social media plays into that. And mm-hmm. I think like, you know, God bless him. Bill Johnson plays into that because he's so gifted and anointed that every time you hear him, your mind gets blown. Yeah. You're like, Where? you know, he's but so it, humble. Yeah. <laughs> but it comes from that. It, that all comes from his relationship with the Lord and the Holy Spirit. Like, mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, so it's, it, I'm, you asked me about the revival, how I feel, but I'm pumped. Um, I, you know, but I, I'm ready for it to be over and I'm ready for it to be over because I know it's, I, I think I also know it's going to be good, but I'm ready to like, I feel like there's a hurdle. I'm like, I, I just want to jump over it. Let's we want the fruit. Yeah. I, I want to jump fruit. over it. Yeah. And I want to, man, I want to pray for people tonight. Yeah. You know, I hope the altar team gets a lot of people coming out of the stands, but I hope we get, did you get, I hope, you know what, you know what will bless me. I was just thinking about what will bless me tonight. Well, bless me tonight. If one, one mom comes up and says, well, you, my son is in the lifestyle you were in with drugs. Yes. Will you, will you, can we pray for him right mm -hmm. now? If I get one of that, that comes to me, like, it's so cliche. Yeah. If even one, yeah. you know, yeah. it was <laughs> this $12,000 event was so worth it. If one person gets saved, so good. but it's true, man. Yeah. Like I really, that is, that is fruit to me. And it's in a lot of times in my life, I think because of, um, just because of the way I, I, I affect people's thinking, I oftentimes never get good feedback in that like anytime I used to speak or that moment or even that night, I'll never get, I'll get some feedback, but nothing really. But then I'll get feedback, um, six months later. Yeah. And it'll always go like this. Hey, there was something you said and I'll, I'll, I'll be like, Whoa, what did I like? Yeah. You'll have to, and I'll forgot I have even said it. Mm. But and, so the fruit for me is the most blessing is when somebody's actually, it's got down in them. It's settled in them and it actually changed, literally changed their life um, because they marinated on with the Lord. Mm. Yeah. You know, and like, man, we can have a powerful night. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, just trust me, go to a conference. Yeah. Mm. There's, you know, I don't want to really go into that, but no, and I because it, I, it, I don't, I don't want to be cynical about that because I'm not, I'm just saying it's easy to do a night. Yeah. Okay. And we can build up a night, yeah. and this is a night. Yep. There's going to be a, there's a lot of money, attention, people, and um. But you know, Miller's been talking about this lately. He's got it's the difference between influence and impact. It's like influence, intimacy, impact, and it's like, man, I want actually if I, I get a great testimony tonight, but like if, if somebody's lives get changed mm. moving forward, that's where we're all after, really. Yeah. You can put so much influence on a night or a service, but essentially, what is this night for? It should be for life, for mm -hmm. some. Yeah, to move forward, like moving forward. Right. It should mm -hmm. be a just a lifestyle expectancy of, yeah, maybe you won't do something like this every week or every Friday night, but man, it should influence you for the rest of your life. Mm. A seed has been planted um, in... I think coming expectant is so crucial, man. That's just been on my heart lately. Like, <laughs> I need just, to be better at that. Just expectant yeah. of it, man, and expecting the Lord to, to give word. that fresh revelation like mm -hmm. you're talking about. But, it, but if it's still the same word that was spoken 2,000 years ago, then it's, it's, it's still as effective, man. <laughs> There's nothing new. Exactly. Um, I heard a guy, like, so I, have, I just have this weird preparing style uh, for speaking, and I never heard anyone like talk about it before, like in the same way, but I was listening to Jamie Winship on the way here, who I just got turned on to three days ago. And when I get turned on to someone, I'm like, I devour everything yeah, like quick. And he said, he, he's at this men's conference. He's at this men's seminar. And he says, guys, like the way I prepare for these things is like, he, I don't have a canned message. 
He goes, mm-hmm. he goes, because I love you more than that. He's like, if, if, cause he goes, if I paid, you know, a hundred bucks and went to a conference or a seminar and I showed up and somebody gave me a canned message, I'd walk out because he could have just YouTubed it or emailed me or whatever. Right. He's like, so what I do is like, cause he's big on talking to the Lord. Yeah. He's like, so I say, God, father, God, what do you want? These, what is one thing these people need to know from you yeah, this weekend? Yeah. And he, and then he goes, then I go work out. I work out for an hour and I go to bed or he goes, then I go home and I just start reading and I just start reading stuff that's not even maybe related, but I start taking notes and then I go to bed and he goes, he, wa- he usually wakes me up at one fifteen, and he, cause I, he goes, I have faith that right before the time he's going to weave it all together in my mind. Yeah. That's what happens to me. That's why I was super relating to this guy. He's going to connect the dots and I'm going to wake up and go, that's, and he goes, but you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't write it down because I'm not going to keep it. Mm. He goes, I don't have a sermon saved in my notes. So good. Cause I want that. He goes, I want that constant relationship with the Lord. What so is he asking me to do tonight? Yeah. Not, 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 Hey, what message do have I preached in the last three years that you want me to try it out again? Tonight? Right. Right. Sorry. I've been told not to bang on the table. <laughs> I knew that's a rule, but I got fired up enough that's to uh, bang on the right. table. That's good. That's right. what that noise was, people. That's good. That's so, um, it's so funny you say that, though, because lately in just my own prep, God has really called me less into a place of, I want you to sit down in your office, and I'm going to give you these notes. Like last Sunday, don't tell my congregation this, but, dude, I had nothing till probably two hours before. <laughs> and, and my prayer was this so simple God if you want me to speak something to your kid you're gonna have to give it to me <laughs> and guess what well that did yeah he did so they finally got to hear from the Lord yes yes <laughs> five years <laughs> it been five years yeah uh, so yeah it's changed for me for real man um, coming into that intimacy and, and I think noting that the Lord just wants to share his heart with you, man. And if he wants to share it with me, he for sure wants to share it with the people that are sitting, yeah. you know, behind the what speakers or whatever. What do you want these whatever. people to know today? And that's good. Yeah. That's what, and even more like, uh, what about yourself? Do they, do you want them to understand more about you today? What about you? Like, what about, yeah. what about your nature? What about your character? What mystery of you do you want them to know more about today? Mm. And then listen, then shut up. Which a lot of times for me is actually like turning off the worship music. You know, like I can't li- like it's literally um, doing something like mowing the yard and or working out or whatever. And um, that's good. I, I feel like um, I've been on this this kingdom thing for a long time, but I feel like there's something powerful in like we, we talked earlier about having to have something new. Mm-hmm. Jesus talked about the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> all the time. and people were healed and mm-hmm. people were set free. And yeah. so if it's our job to like introduce people to Jesus, then we should just be able to talk about Jesus, mm-hmm. them get introduced to Jesus. And then he's the one that changes hearts, right? Mm-hmm. He's the one that changes their life. And mm-hmm. I think that's really good too, because I was just thinking about my, my children. If somebody asked one of my kids about me, they should be able to tell that person Mm -hmm. about me Mm -hmm. right yeah and in the same way we should be able to walk up on any stage on the planet Mm. and talk about our king you know Mm -hmm. talk about our father Mm -hmm. and i think that's i don't know i just (laughs) i'm on this take the pressure off yourself thing right Mm -hmm. now you know like Mm -hmm. because it is it's good and i feel like i've been that way too the last couple messages i've given it's just been about the kingdom Mm -hmm. and we've seen people come forward and get healed not because of 
a prepared message that I had, mm-hmm. but because they, they met Jesus, you know? And, yeah. You know, that's, hey, you, that's because good. you're, you're, you don't like, cause you can easily hook them on a good message. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow. Then all of a sudden, guess what? You've, um, next time they're going to need an, a, a just as good. Yeah. And, and Miller, Miller says this, and I, and I, I really love him because of he, he takes that pressure off and he'll get up and he'll, based on what happens in worship in that first hour, he'll say, he's like, you guys really don't need another sermon today. You need Jesus. Yeah. You need the presence of Jesus. And, and he's so quick to adapt to what's going on in the room. Um, I just, I just, it's been very freeing for me to see that it's modeled and I'm, I'm taking that in mm-hmm. and like, um, but then when he prepares, like he prepares and it's amazing. And so, um, well, you've, you've said it before and I, you really stressed this a lot, man. If you want, if you want a good message, you'll find a better one online, <laughs> right? If you it's came, so if you came here for good music, uh, you'll find better music online. Amen. And so we, we could piece, we could literally sit at home on Sunday morning and piece together the perfect thing oh, perfect. that would, that would, this is so good. It would meet me and my family w- right where we want to be. Uh-huh. And, not experience community, not experience mm-hmm. Jesus, maybe even. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot I used to say this all yeah, the time. You said that like almost every Sunday. You, you, <laughs> you would, yeah. especially if you were the one talking, uh-huh. if it was your message, yeah. you would always prepare us with, this may not be the best message. <laughs> you may think it's great, but you could probably find a better you one will. somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, you will. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah. I forgot I used to say that. Yeah. That all the time. So Josh Littlejohn. And I, I, and I think um, it's one of the things that I think, um, I was thinking about this before, but uh, I think the Lord knew. Okay, so there's like there's really no kingdom reason that we, or there's really no like, so what's the reason wh- I can't just pray for you and you're healed? And, but, but we're actually instructed to like lay hands on one another. Mm. Um, and they'll be healed. Well, I mean, what is going on there? And I, I really feel like the Lord knew in the future that we were going to be more isolated as a people. Wow. wow. And so there was going to need to be a reason. What is the, what is going to be the reason that we actually physically gather? Yeah. Like good. what is the actual, because what, just what you're saying, just exactly what you're saying. If I can find the better worship, if I can find better preaching, and if I can, you know, from the comfort of my own home, which you can, why is the reason I should physically go there? Yeah. What? And I think that's just, that's just scratching the surface of that question. For sure. Yeah. Like, but I think there's a reason we lay hands on each other and we're healed. There's, mm. And so I think he's, I think he's, I think we really need to f- bring back those tangible things. What is it about oil? What is it, you know, mm. anoint your head with oil? You ain't doing that at home by yourself. Like, well, it's also know. like bearing each other's burdens, right? You're sick. I'm going to lay hands. Like Jesus wasn't afraid to touch the leper, no. right? Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to bear your burden right now by t- by actually touching it, being there with you. And you so know, thank good. God that's his, that's his system. It's sort of like the sowing and reap, but thank God that, um, otherwise why go? There's not really a compelling reason. And there's especially not a compelling reason, um, in churches to where, where there's no participation, mm. like literally, um, you know, literally if, if I could have like, literally I can't like just say I walk into a church, I'll sit in a chair and if there was no difference between watching it uh, from home, the same service yeah. and being there, why did I go? I could watch this on Facebook live. Mm-hmm. And be, why yeah. did I go? Even if you're yeah. not going for, even if you're not seeing out better preaching or better worship, like why am I going? Yeah. If we, I think the church needs to have a good answer for 
Why are we asking these people to physically be here? It's good. And that's that's something that we need to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, then why, you know. Well, we they might they might not care as much now that you can give online. Yeah, I just, I mean, and there's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Before it was, you, you got to be here so you can put your money in the basket. <laughs> and he, but that's great because even more so, you know, even more so of a reason, like let's move, let's remove the money aspect. Thank God you can give online. Mm-hmm. because that's even more like yeah. well, let's boil it down to the real reason that you're here you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and so whether that means like you know i've always been big on whether that means like um sharing testimony open up some and in some kind of way sharing testimonies from the body in a service mm. um or just I, just all kinds of things like make sure we're doing ministry time and laying hands on the sick so that they're healed um that's those things need to be answered or else it's going to be a harder and harder sell yeah because mm-hmm. guess what? People aren't working more. They're working le- uh, less. They're working more. So used to you five day weeks. How many people do you know work six days a week now? And yeah. so on their on their Sabbath day, which is the Lord ordained yes. day, it's one of the Ten Commandments. Yes. To observe the Sabbath, mm-hmm. we're actually asking them to instead of resting, we're actually asking them to get your kids dressed up, or get in a van, um, get here by this time, and then all of a sudden your Sabbath day is half gone, mm. and you've had six days of work half a day of church it's not counting staff that has to be there beforehand afterwards clean it well up. i'm not talking about staff but <laughs> i feel like we we made a deal and so we gotta that's the, <laughs> that's part of the deal yeah that's right yeah. we do have a sabbath at upper room our sabbath's on friday yeah and and thankfully miller on their last meeting he's like do not work on fridays yeah don't answer any emails do not send me an email i'm not gonna send you an email um he's big on wanting to slow us down as a staff that's awesome. Um, and so thank God for that. It's um, awesome. But as a church, as a whole, we better have a good answer for why we're having people come. Mm. And, and, and it's not, and, and it's so that they can be in proximity. It's, when it, it's so they can be loved. Mm-hmm. It's so that I can look you in the eye and say, you know, and get, but uh, it's all the more important. Yeah. It's all the more important. It's good. You got anything else? So I feel in, I feel man. like we're running on fumes, which is good. Really? I do. I think little John's just getting started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I think Darren's just hungry. No, did you know it's been almost two hours? Would no, you have thought that? Is it really? Yeah. Hour fifty one minutes, man. It's so good. That's awesome. This has been such no. a blessing. I've, yeah. Um, I knew it was gonna be good and I just didn't think it was gonna be this good. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. And it, it's actually very encouraging. I speak tonight and I think um it's gotten me like I'm stirred up and I could probably, mm. I wish I could go right now Yeah. because then I could be done. Get it over with. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to hone in on three. Yeah. It's, uh, what's been tough about this event is that I'm like, who is my audience here? Right. You know, they want me to give my testimony um, and I'm like, I don't want to just be trotted out as the, the guy that got set free from drugs. I, you know, who is, the, who is this? But the, I'm overthinking it. The bottom line is at least 90% are going to be saved christians yeah so christians even if it's i mean even if it was 60 40 should we still be talking to the minority i don't know you know what i mean like but here's what so here's so here's that so this is what i'm thinking like i'm not gonna fly all the way up to kansas and speak yeah i want to if i'm speaking i want to try to i've always been this way i want to speak to the most amount of people in the room yeah i don't care if it's a big crowd but i want to get the percentage that's right Hmm. and so i want to so i'm hitting yes i'm going to talk about how he set me free from drug addiction and and how um, man, if your life is in darkness, like I'm talking about, that he's 
you can have a second chance. And that could and there's, affect there's the, the lost. For yeah, sure. or, yeah. Plus, that affects family. Uh, everyone is, has yeah. a as a is connected to someone that struggles or is in darkness and addiction. That's good. Yeah. Whether it's an immediate or or mm-hmm. just right outside your immediate family, everyone. Uh, um, but then I'm and I'm talking about um, uh, how he set me free from being the church, just a churchgoer. Mm. Just you know that whole yeah. thing we talked about earlier. And then the last thing I, w- I want to touch on is how that God wants you to step like to. Uh, start asking the Lord what he wants you to do with the rest of your mm-hmm. life. And it's it might good. look like what the world thinks is crazy, but doing leaving what way is way more comfortable and going to somewhere that's an adventure with him. Yeah, man. And so I really want to spur on the people that um, are lost and maybe in complete darkness. I want to spur on the people that have maybe turned into churchgoers and just, they're very involved with church, but they're burned out. They, they don't, they don't know what their life, they don't know Jesus maybe. And then, it, then I want to spur on the people that are to take risks, you know. Yeah. And so, oh, sweet. We got everybody covered. I think everyone's covered. And when this is released, we'll be able to share with you guys whether or not he was successful. Are you going to be counting? You're going to be counting the people that come up. Oh, right? for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. We'll have some testimonies from some people if they yeah. liked or disliked what he had to say. <laughs> this um, is going to be released. Yeah. Our podcasts are set for a couple for a couple, <laughs> couple weeks. So that's good. Dude, dude you're, you're going to be in the company of people that need to hear a word from the Lord, period. Yeah. And, and I believe that God can tangibly weave that together with what they need to hear, how they need to hear it, and why they need to hear it. You know, I think about the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus kind of climbed up and there was a plethora of people mm. that he was speaking to. Every single person he was speaking to is probably at a different place in their life than the so guy right, to the right or left of him. Man, so that's the power of the gospel, yeah. man. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And that's what's going to happen tonight for sure. So. Mm. Praise God. Man, I'm so thankful for you, Josh. You're, you're uh, one of the most inspirational and important human beings in my life. Appreciate that. Thank um, you. And you were one of the very first people I remember talking to you about. You and I should start a podcast someday. I know I you're doing it. I'm and, very uh, proud of you. So I'm very thankful, <laughs> very thankful that we got to have you on, man. Yeah, um, I think that was a cool thing. Oh, so we'll need, we'll, we'll need to. I'm going to be getting a, a Skype program at some point. We'll be able to chat oh, with that'd you. That'd be awesome. We'll be able to give you all the all the deets about what the people think. <laughs> about about your message today. Yeah, tonight. you need to make sure you curate those. I will. I'll, I'll edit those. it. I'll edit it too. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah. So, man, I, I'd like to ask, Scott, do you have anything else? No, man, just, just excited for him. Um, I'm I'm also excited for uh, what the Lord's doing in your life and, you. and what Thank he's you. blessed you with. And not just blessed you with, man, but I really feel like he trusts you with this 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 lifestyle <laughs> and what he's given you and the ability to reach people like that you don't even think about. Yeah. So I yeah. I'm thankful for you. I've learned so much for you, man, from you, and I, I can't wait to see what's next, man. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, and there is a next. I I think Nacy and I both feel like um, you don't really talk about this much. Mozambique. No, nah, I don't. No? I don't okay. know. Croatia. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Uh, what's in between Mozambique and Croatia? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we just we Santa just, Barbara. Man, we are we are so content, um, and we're so stirred up with what we're doing currently. Yeah. At Upper Room, I'm doing some small group stuff. She's doing kid stuff, but we both know. We we talk about this all the time. We both know that this is just part of the journey, mm. and um, so. Um, but we're not striving, and we're not impatient. We and and even though we know this is not what we're going to be doing forever, uh. Um, we're we're content yeah. like we're doing and it's amazing good stuff but what's cool is like we have some we're looking forward to something that we don't even know 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's just neat because, and thank God for her. Um, I told somebody yesterday, like, man, when when you have a partner that's that that knows the Lord on her own, you know, it's not, and it doesn't. So then it doesn't have to come from me because mm. yeah. she's got her own relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Um, and and when you've got that, and then that that unity, man, it's 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 more than the sum of their parts. It's amazing. Mm. So thank God for her. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I'd like to ask you, if you don't mind, to kind of pray us out. Um, sure. You mind doing that? Just kind of, we got people listening. Hey, by the way, we had our fourth fourth country this week <laughs> downloading stuff from our podcast. Where was it? Italy. Hey. Italy. We got multiple downloads awesome. in Italy now. I wish I knew some Italian right now. I know, man. <laughs> Maybe that's a place you're called to go. I would. Italy. I was right I there. I can see Croatia you being, is, it? is it borders Italy. I didn't know that. And so literally it's. Um, Maybe it's, that's where the downloads came from. Bro. People found out. Yeah. Your connections from your past. That's good. Oh, well, you know, I made so many connections in Croatia. Yeah. So because we didn't just we didn't just go and lead worship in and out. I got so many people's social media on like connected. Like we're connected on Facebook. Mm. And so what's cool is I'll get to post when you when you yeah. finish this, I'll get to post it. And um man, I, I'm just praying more more downloads in yeah. Croatia. That's and awesome. it should be maybe Bosnia too. That's and awesome. maybe cool. Hungary. This is gonna put us this episode will put us over a thousand downloads too, by the way. Amen. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's exciting. That's awesome. Jesus. It's exciting. Good. So yeah, man, pray us out. Um yeah. Oh. yeah. Jesus. Father, we just acknowledge you right now. We thank you that we don't we don't li- have to live this life without you. I thank you that you're present. I thank you for your time. I thank you for your presence, you know, mixed with my presence. I thank you for just stirring desires in my heart, placing those desires in my heart for my best life. And you're such a good day. You stack the deck for me to have the best life here, not just after, but here and now. And I thank you for your goodness. I thank you for this. I just bless these guys and their podcast. Oh, you! I just, I just thank you. I feel like you're. Um, I feel like what we're doing even now is the overflow of the walk we've you've had with us since Darren and I first met, since you've opened our eyes to the kingdom of God. Since, and I just thank you that that we don't have to strive. And I thank you that it's just bubbling out of us, Father. I thank you that man, you've just just changing our lives changing your lives you've given us joy like we've never had peace like i've never had all the fruits like we've never had and uh yeah just just tonight for this event um man we just we just i just want to be an expectation that that you're going to show up and however you want to show up just just break all our boxes break all our boxes if i got a box around how this is going to look tonight i just you just break it right now in jesus name and Give me eyes to see what you're authoring faith for in the in the in the place tonight. Unto unity, unto an encounter, and unto liberty for your children. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Thank you guys for tuning in again. Uh, it's been a joy. It's been a treat. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Scotty. Thank you, Scotty. We love yeah. you. Love you. Until next time, be blessed.